Question. How come a legendary basketball player on the streets of Detroit become a person who wasn't legendary in life? That story is up next. Trust and believe. You are tuned into episode 129 of The Nomad Cast, where story time is a pastime. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today. Now, today I want to tell the story as I talked about in the intro. I want to tell the story about Mr. Curtis Jones. As you can see here in the thumbnail, this guy was legendary, legendary on the basketball courts in the city of Detroit in the 60s and 70s. So without further ado, let's go ahead and tell the story about Mr. Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones was born in 1949. If you lived in the city of Detroit in the 1960s, his name was very familiar as it related to basketball. Curtis Jones played at Northwestern High School in Detroit, and many people consider him a star. Some people even say Curtis Jones is the greatest basketball player ever to come out the city of Detroit. Now, I can tell you as a native Detroiter, it's been so many guys that came out the city of Detroit. We're talking about Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, Vashon Leonard, uh, Derek Coleman, Roy Tarpley, Antoine Jobert. Oh, man, I can go on and on about these guys from the 60s. Spencer Haywood, all these guys coming out from the 60s, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, so on and so forth. The Detroit Public School League at that time, not so much now, but at that time was a powerhouse in all of America. Trust and believe that. That is not my opinion. That is facts. NBA scouts, everybody converged in the city of Detroit to watch guys like Curtis Jones and and all those guys I just mentioned before. Let's continue with Curtis Jones' story. Curtis Jones never played at a major college, and he never made it to the pros, NBA or ABA. Curtis Jones was illiterate. He was unable to read and write. Teachers and administrators let him play basketball and graduate high school just because he was a star. He was kept in special ed programs and was allowed to play basketball just because he was a star. As you can see the trend here, I mentioned that twice, just because he was a star. And I tell you, I grew up with guys, middle school, high school, that couldn't read a lick, couldn't write a lick, couldn't do simple math problems. But these guys was playing basketball. They was on the football team. They was on the baseball team. It was almost like a no child left behind. Just push him along. Oh, he's an athlete. Let's push him along. This guy's great on the basketball court. He's great everywhere. But then the person, the child, eventually subsequently growing up into an adult, you know, life just hits them. Life smacks them in the face and they don't have anything to fall back on. They don't have any education to fall back on because they think they're going to the NBA. They think they're going to the NFL. They think they're going to Major League Baseball and the system failed. Sad situation. Let's continue. Perry Watson who coached Detroit Southwestern High School. He also was an assistant with the University of Michigan and coached the University of Detroit. He played against Curtis Jones as his Southwestern teams would battle Detroit Northwestern. Perry Watson stated, Curtis Jones saw the game as an ability to make others better. Curtis Jones made his teammates better. However, he never bettered himself. Again, we talk about not bettering himself. He made his teammates on the court better, but he never bettered himself in life. 
And again, it may be a situation where you don't know what you, you know, you don't know what you know. You know what I mean? No one really sat Curtis Jones down. Hey, Curtis, you need to learn how to read. Hey, Curtis, you need to learn how to write. Hey, Curtis, you need to know how to, you know, complete math problems. I will show you. I will help you do that. But no one cared. The teachers didn't care. The administrators didn't care. What was his mother? You know, not blaming her, but the father, people around. It was just go play basketball, Curtis. You're great. Go play basketball. You'll make it. But the, the man couldn't read and write. Sad situation. The 1967 Detroit City Championship between Detroit Persian and Detroit Northwestern was a matchup between Curtis Jones and famous NBA player Spencer Haywood. The game was broadcast on Channel 50, and it was the first high school game ever broadcast on television in the state of Michigan. That game was huge. I remember my father talking about that game. He actually went to that game to see these Titans playing. Detroit Northwestern was a powerhouse back then. Detroit Persian was a powerhouse. Spencer Haywood went to Persian. Later on, Steve Smith went to Persian. So many guys, again, from the Detroit Public School League in those days, powerhouse teams. Everybody was great. Tell me. Curtis Jones was Magic Johnson before Magic Johnson, said Perry Watson. Again, he was referring to Magic Johnson, who, by the way, is from Lansing, Michigan. The state of Michigan, we just breed greatness. But he went to Michigan State. So let's continue. Amazingly, Curtis Jones enrolled into a junior college in Idaho in an attempt to try and get good grades to eventually play for the University of Michigan. After a year and a half, Jones never was taught to learn to read or write. He was just there to play basketball. You notice in the common theme here, ladies and gentlemen, he is there to play basketball just because he is great. No one sat Curtis Jones down and taught him how to read, write, and do math. I've said this over and over again on this episode. Where was that person at? Family member, friend, teammate, coach, teacher, principal, counselor. No one taught this man how to how to learn to read and write. He never learned himself. So who who do we blame? So many issues in society, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, but so many issues in society, blame can be placed all over with everybody I just mentioned. Blame can be placed with everyone. And this man never learned how to read and write, but he was a basketball star. That's all they cared about. Let's continue. Jones tried suing his former schools and the University of Michigan because he felt he was getting taken advantage of. The suit never gained any traction. Jones returned to Detroit and he became a legend again at St. Cecilia's gym. Now St. Cecilia was a, a gym, was a church, but it was a gym back in the day where all the NBA players, well all players from the NBA and even um, the guys from Detroit played ball and it was a man playing against men. Even though teenagers were there, and I can tell you, I've seen some of these games when Jalen Rose was there, Chris Weber was there, Vashawn Leonard was there. All these guys playing, Derek Coleman, all these guys playing basketball. And again, it was men amongst men. You was If you was a scrub, you was not getting on the court at St. Cecilia. Well, all my Detroiters, what up, though? You know exactly what I'm talking about. 
Away from the court, Jones had no job and didn't have any income. Perry Watson stated Jones told him he was involved with drugs and that was his way of trying to exist. Curtis Jones passed away in 1999. Now, I tell you, this story is very sad. I remember my father, the first time I heard about this was like in the, I think in the 80s. My father, we used to just drive around Detroit all the time and he would show me different areas of the city. And, you know, we drove by St. Cecilia and we talked about uh, Curtis Jones. Like I said, he actually was at the game, that 1967 game between Detroit Persian and Detroit Northwestern. That game that had so many future uh, stars in that game. But the thing about my, what my father told me, Curtis Jones was illiterate. Never learned how to do anything but play basketball. And I keep saying it, saying it over and over again. It's very tragic. It's a sad situation because a lot of men and women as athletes as well are going through that right now. Getting this, going, passing through college, going to college. Hey, man, you're great. You scored the winning basket. You threw the winning touchdown. You caught the winning pass. Doing all these great things, but they cannot function in the classroom. Cannot function in life. No life support skills, no nothing but they can play ball. Again, I continue to say this and I'm getting repetitive. It's a sad state of affairs. It's something that we need to look at. But again, everyone is to blame. The player, the student, the administrators, the teachers, the parents, the grandparents, the uncles, the cousins, the brothers, everybody, we are failing. They failed back in the day and we are failing now. That's why I tell our kids, me and my wife tell our kids, you have to have your education has to be paramount because your education bleeds into life skills your education bleeds into being able to sustain some sort of life so you can actually learn so you can actually read and write and do simple arithmetic and the system failed curtis jones and then when he tried to sue uh, his former junior college and the university of michigan and it gained any traction he didn't have no leverage and it's sad to say no one propped him up and tried to get this guy educated. And I'm kind of I'm very passionate about this because this guy could have been one of the great NBA players, could have been one of the great ambassadors. Who knows what this guy could have did? He could have transcended the game, you know, could have retired, became a lawyer, became a, a businessman, became an owner, whatever, general manager, coach or whatever. But he was deprived because he wasn't educated. Sad state of affairs. So I'm going to go ahead and go with my closing remarks. Appreciate you guys tuning in today here on the Nomad Cast. You're going to see a lot of the Nomad Cast. I had to take a little time off to, to kind of settle some affairs in Detroit. Uh, but I am back for the foreseeable. I can't even get it out. I am back for the foreseeable future. And I'm going to open up shows on the weekends. And uh, I'm going full bull, as I used to say back in my master sergeant days. I'm going full bull. So stay tuned, stay locked. Thank you guys for tuning in today. If you like this episode and you like the previous uh, other 128 episodes and you want to donate to help, you know, sustain this channel, my PayPal is located below. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate everything you guys have been doing. All my new subscribers, all my new followers on my social medias, everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Nomad Cast and Mr. Anderson thanks you wholeheartedly. Have a great Friday. See you next time. Until next time, all the best. Godspeed.
Trust and believe. 